Welcome to Murray Mysteries. everyone and if it's not evening where you are just pretend for aesthetic purposes trust me so um i promised you something more entertaining than my spiraling anxiety for this podcast and uh boy do i have something for you today we are going to dive into the fascinating mystery of the demeter now as you know if you live in the uk We had a pretty big storm recently. Lucy and I were at the pub when it kicked off and we had to stay there for a while until it became obvious it wasn't going to stop anytime soon and we made peace with the fact that we were going to get soaked on our way home. Most of the sailors in town kept their boats safe in the harbour and waited for it to pass but people kept talking about a big boat on the horizon that didn't seem to be moving much. The storm picked up during the night and there were concerns that it would crash into the cliffs along the coast. But... It ended up drifting to the beach sometime around 5am, and the Coast Guard went to investigate. That is when they found the corpse. Yup, you heard me right. The boat was completely empty, except for the captain's corpse in the control room. I was up quite early, because Lucy was sleepwalking again, so when I went out for my morning walk, I saw them take her out. You know me, I'm curious, if not, frankly, nosy. So I asked around to see if anyone had more information. Some people in town say they saw a dog leave the ship after it reached the shore, but let's be real, it was dark. Most people were asleep and has been seen by anyone since, so I'm calling wild gossip. All the Coast Guard could tell me was that the ship was called the Demeter and left from Varna in Russia. But as it turns out, Dr. Seward knows the local morgue assistant, and he told her that the captain has been dead for at least two days and was holding a crucifix in her hand when they found her. They also found the old recording device she used to document the ship's journey. The police department gave those to Dr. S to get her professional opinion because they thought the captain might have had some sort of undiagnosed mental condition. She said I could take a look at it and give her my opinion. Not sure why she wants it, to be honest. She's the professional, but... I'm glad I get to listen to it with you all. I'm sure you're shivering with anticipation. So without further ado, I present the Demeter's Log. Day one coming to an end. We finished loading the cargo in good time this morning. 50 crates of dry goods, five boxes of sand, and a dozen full of soil. All eight crew members here and accounted for, myself included. Some of them seemed a little... Anxious at dinner tonight, most probably some early nerves. If all goes to plan, we should arrive in the UK on schedule. Day two. We've run into a bit of a problem. A crew member was reported missing this morning. Couldn't be found anywhere on board. Tried to inform headquarters, but it seems our communications are jammed. I've got the engineer working on it, but no luck so far. The rest of the crew is getting agitated. I've heard some of them saying that there was something aboard, but they won't clarify. The first mate's getting impatient with them, claims their blind superstition is affecting their work performance. 
I think they're understandably worried, but I'd rather not get involved. Better let them work it out. Still day two, 11 p.m. now. One of the men, Olgarin, came to me earlier and said he saw someone on board last night, and he knew it wasn't one of the crew. I wasn't sure I should tell the others, considering how nervous they already were, but I have too much work to search the entire ship myself. First mate thought it was a waste of time. Honestly, I don't know what I think. We didn't find anything. Most likely Olgarin had a bit too much to drink last night, but it doesn't change the fact that a man is missing, and something isn't right. I'll make up a watch schedule, just in case. Can't be too careful. Day three. Another crew member went missing overnight. I made sure to have two people on watch at any time, but the weather was rough. They lost sight of each other on deck for a minute, and the next thing I knew, one of them was banging on my door in a panic, telling me the other had disappeared. This isn't good. I've told everyone to stick together on night watches and report anything even slightly strange, but I can't help but feel it's not enough. We're all just waiting for the next... whatever this is, and dealing with a storm on top of everything. I should get some rest. My watch starts in four hours. I'll need to stay sharp. Got woken up an hour early with the news that the two people on watch before me were missing. We looked everywhere. No sign of them or anyone. Anything else. Only four of us left and we're all on edge. No one's had more than a couple hours sleep at a time in days. The storm's still dragging us back. We're getting closer to the UK, but not as fast as we should be. This feels endless. The storm's passed, but the past 24 hours have been so foggy we couldn't even hope to signal another ship for help. Our communications are still jammed, and there's no way anyone could see us unless they were right on us, which wouldn't be good either. We're trying to hold on to the fact that we're going at a good pace again and approaching our destination, but it's hard not to lose hope when any of us could be the next one to disappear. Barely got a few minutes sleep this time. The first mate was shouting outside my door, begging me to let him in. He was completely out of himself, said he heard someone yelling, got up to check on the night watch, and found both of them gone. He ran around, looking for them, but all he saw was a tall, thin man with pale skin. He said he tried to sneak in and grab him, but his hands went right through his body. Asked me to come with him to search the cargo, but I thought someone should stay in the control room and keep trying comms in case we could get them to work again. I don't know what I was thinking. Those haven't worked in days, even before our engineer disappeared. I think I needed to have some hope we could get out of this. So I let him go out on his own. I should never have let him go. I tried to keep myself distracted, but I couldn't help but listen out for something. A shout, a call, anything. A while later, it must have been two hours, maybe three, I heard screaming. I was about to go out and help, but he ran past me onto the deck and threw himself into the water. I couldn't stop him. I... He was here. I saw him. The pale man. His eyes are red. He stared right at me. Oh God. Oh God, I'm next. I'd rather jump too. I'd rather let the sea take me than give myself to him, but... 
I can't do that. I'm the captain. The captain goes down with the ship, stays until the end. That's how it goes. That's how it always goes. I have no one left. Nothing except this. This. It can't save me, but it'll save my soul. He won't get that at least. Not my soul, not my honor. I lock the door, but it won't stop him. Nothing will. We're all doomed. If someone hears this, if anyone, we're all doomed. He can't be stopped. Run for your lives or, oh no, please, oh God. Okay, that was uh, intense. Dr. S says the captain must have snapped and murdered her crew, then invented the story to cope with the trauma. I think that's what the police is going with too, but I just... I don't know. Something feels weird to me. Done add up. Captain's voice in this, she just... She sounds genuinely scared. Would someone who just killed her entire crew sound like that? Maybe, I mean, Dr. Seward would know, right? She knows these things. I'm probably just projecting or something. But hey, at least thinking about this might help me get my mind off of my sleepwalking best friend and missing boyfriend for a bit. Am I kidding? I'm still terrified. Well, till next time, listeners. Stay safe. Don't get on creepy boats. Merry Mysteries is a Nove storytelling production. This episode was written and produced by May Tudic and featured Drew Victory as Mina Murray and Christina Kroak as the captain. Original music by Sophie Kay. Thank you for listening. <laughs>